And we're live. Aired out the podcast show. I'm uh, your host, Danny, and I am here with my sister, Elise. Hello, party people. <laughs> How's it going? Was good. Um, it's going good, you know, life, fun shit. And um, are you a little nervous into what we're going to talk about today? I mean, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm like really nervous. I feel like I'm more so just like, you know, ready to talk about what I want to talk about, I guess. Okay, and for the listeners out there, um, I just want to say, uh, you know, this is my sister Elise. And we're going to be discussing transgender-related topics. And uh, we fully disclose that she is okay with uh, discussing her personal life. And uh, me and her have gone over every single question. And um, hopefully you guys, uh, you know, really pay attention to what we're going to talk about. Because uh, it is a very personal thing for uh, my sister. And... um, we're using this as a very good way to, you know, spread knowledge and awareness. And um, so that's what we're going to use this for. And uh, so here's the first question. Um, so uh, when did you come to terms realizing uh, you are a woman? Um, I mean, I feel like it's like, for me, I guess, in my own head. Because to everybody else, it's like a coming out story or whatever because you know nobody lives my life nobody you know is in my shoes and how I grew up or whatever but um I feel like ever since I was like a young kid I've always known something was different from me and I always felt I don't know like I never really fit in with like the boy image um I've always wanted to wear dresses I've always wanted to I guess play with like my girl cousins and everything like that um I don't know, I feel like it's, ever since I could remember, I just never really knew how to put into words. And for, you know, you know, back then, you know, people didn't really understand it that much. But, um, like, what, what do you say, you know, because, you know, I'm pretty sure you got a lot of it growing up, or you've seen maybe some of your friends or people you've known go through it. But, uh, like, what do you say to, like, you know, the people who, like, try and, like, discredit you know, not only you, but, like, your community, like, oh, you're doing it for attention, or, oh, you know, you you have a mental disease, like, what do you say to those people that are trying to, you know, pretty much put down, like, who you are, like, pretty much saying you're just pretending, or it's an issue, instead of just accepting, okay, this is who you are? Um, I did, I just feel like everybody has their own, I guess, personal experiences, you know, with being a transgendered person. Um, this is just solely based, I feel like, on my experience and what I've been through. Um, oh my god, wait, say the question one more time. I feel like that's really long. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so did you, I mean, did you face any obstacles, you know, in the very beginning of uh, your transition? I mean, I, I, I would just, like, relate back to when I was, like, a little kid. I feel like I've always felt different in, like, the family that we have and like just people around me like and I feel like I've always gone treated not as great um as everybody else in our family and this is no one in in particular this is we're not talking about anybody in particular but it's just as a whole I felt like I've always been different and I guess 
fast forwarding, moving on to when I first finally started transitioning, it was a process. I mean, just really, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a big process. Like, well, now that we're actually talking about it, it's crazy to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, my thing is like, I remember like us growing up and stuff. Um, I never really heard about like, you know, or I don't even know if you heard about like, you know, like the word transgender. Yeah, no, like, I've ne- I've never like heard of the word transgender until I've met people who were transgender and then they were like, "Are you happy with who you are?" Like like I remember I'm not going to name her name. Um I feel like if she does listen to this, she'll know who she is. Um I will just relate I guess relate her name as T. I'll say her name's T or something. Um but I remember how I first knew was my friend T, we were in the bathroom at my at our mom's house and she told me she's like, "What do you see? Like when you're looking in the mirror, do you feel happy? Like do you feel happy with who you're becoming, who you're growing into?" And I told her no, and she's like, "Well, we need to do something about that because it's like you know, like as you get older, you can't reverse things and I don't know. And I guess this moves into a whole new topic with like hormone therapy and everything else. But I guess, I don't know, I feel like, relating to the previous question, I feel like I've always known that there was something different about me. I just never knew into terms, um, I guess, what it was. Just like you said, you never knew anybody who was transgender or anything like that. So, so like, you know, back, back when we were uh, growing up, um, you know, there wasn't really too many, like, words or phrases to describe you know what what was happening and um you know like growing up and you know going to school or whatever you know when when you've seen people that were like you know maybe just a little different you know you just would refer to as like oh they're gay yeah like Like, like that was like the only like oh she's a lesbian just yeah like even like i remember even growing up like if someone was i guess bisexual it was like even that was weird. Like, people would look at it, like, different. Yeah. But I also want to say, too, like... So, I guess for, like, people who don't know... I know, like... No, a lot of people aren't going to understand what it's like being a transgender person. They're just going to, like, feel like, okay, that that was just a man. Now they're a woman. Like, it's, like, that simple. But it's not that simple. There's a whole lot of, you know... It's like an umbrella. There's a whole lot of different aspects to yeah. being a transgender person. Um... Oh my god, I feel like I always, like, sidetrack myself. Go ahead. <laughs> well, well, as a society, you know, we're conditioned to generalize things as in, like, you know, boy or girl things. Um, oh, wait, I know what I was, like, was going to say. I was going to say, like, sexuality and gender are two different things. Like, when, so, when he was saying that, or when you were saying that, like, oh, like, you know, gay people and, like, whatever. Like, being, like, gender is, like who you express as like yeah. male or female sexuality is like you know you're gay you're straight like stuff like that basically who you like yeah and that's why i feel like they're different because a lot of people do think too like oh like they're that's a gay person like i'm a gay person or something like that but it's like more than just that like i feel like i've always been a woman it's just unfortunate that i wasn't born i guess how i was supposed to be and um and sexuality is different. I know I 
if someone was to ask me, what do you identify yourself as? I was identify myself as straight because I see myself liking men. I don't see myself liking women or anything like that. But then people would be like, oh, well, you're a man, you're gay, whatever. But it just, that's just ignorance. Like, I don't know. The mind is... Well, yeah, I was, I was going to ask, like, how, how would you, you know, break it down to people that are actually trying to understand that? I don't know. I wouldn't even say, like... A, I think the sucky part is is that like now we live in a day in society where you have to like explain yourself to people. Like you can't just be this because there ha- there's always so many more different... Like there has to be... A, you're saying the problem is there always has to be a label? Like not even just like a label. It's just like more so like, I don't know, like society created blue is for boys, pink is for girls. So it's just kind of like... I don't know. Like it. it's hard because it's naturally built into us what male and what female distinctives are, you know? And, um... Well, when, uh, when did you realize you had, uh, you know, like, more feminine qualities? I I would say just, like, going back to, like, me being a kid. Like, I've always known, I've always known that something was different. And you know what's crazy? Come on, you have to tell me. Like, out of, like, everyone in our family, you know that there was always something different about me. I'm well, like, my cat's like not right now. Well, I always remember um, pretty much like you liking, I would say, you know, not to put a label on it, but like more female type things. Yeah. I guess like with society standards, like I was more attracted to what feminine things were. Like know? I remember you used to always pick uh, Sonya in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. I remember you used to always like Sailor Moon. Yeah. I always, always. remember. Whatever, Hello uh, Kitty, like. Well, it just seemed like whatever we did, like it didn't matter if it was like a video game or we we're watching a show. You always like identified more with the girl in the story. Yeah, one hundred percent. I would, yeah. And I remember always uh, like asking you, like, oh, why don't you choose this character? Why do you always choose Peach? I know. <laughs> I know. I think it's just like I don't know. I've always been like attracted to femininity, and I, I've always been like. <laughs> It's crazy. It's like, I'm like thinking to myself like right now and it's like, I wish there wasn't labels like saying like what's male and what's female, but I really am proud of more of the feminine aspect of things that people would say is more of a woman's trait. And it's just, I don't know. I, sometimes I don't know how to think about it because that's what I'm saying. I just feel like the mind is just really big because. Well, I remember even like, uh, like when you were first, uh, you know, transitioning and, you know, trying to tell, you know, us, like our mom and me and, you know, maybe Rico and our dad. I remember when we would ask questions, you would get mad. And I feel like that was because you didn't even have the words or answers to describe what's happening, you know? Yeah, I, I would. I mean, for sure. I would say that, too. I would just say sometimes, too, it was just. I know I was a kid that was going through a lot and I was going through more than just, I don't know, just transitioning or whatever. I was going through a lot like around me at that time and I felt like it made me a very angry person because I, I don't know. Do you want to go? And, um, yeah, another question I have is, uh, like, have you experienced yourself like discrimination within your own community? I mean, so I guess going back to like circling back to the person that said like, so who do you see yourself in the mirror? T, my friend, I'm just going to say T. I remember she told me that I would never be a pretty girl and I would never be like, 
and I hate this word too, passable. Because in society, as a trans person, that's all we want is to be passable and to live a life that's normal. But it's a sucky word because it's like, I don't feel like I'm passing as anything. I feel like I'm just being myself and who I've always meant to be. But in a way, it's like you have to even say those words because it's like you're passing to the ignorant people. Yeah. Like like you want to feel like you're passing towards like these people who are judging you. I've always just wanted to feel a sense of normality, you know? And I feel like that's why I've always been like so crazy when I was doing like... I don't know, like, when I was a kid, like, body modifications, like, engages, like, doing, like, crazy stuff to always be, like, more, like, outlandish to always get attention. But now it's so the opposite. It's so just, like, me just trying to, I don't want to say blend because I don't like that word. It's just more so just, like, be normal. A sense of normal, of whatever normal is. It's like, I just want to feel it, you know? And, um, you know, it's, like, one thing when you're facing, like, discrimination from, like, the outsiders of the community, but it's, like... You know, how how does it make you feel when you're facing discrimination from, like, you know, people who should, like, be in on your own team, community. you know? <laughs> um, it's hard. I mean, like, you've known, like, I've, I've dealt with ignorance, I feel like, my whole entire life. Like, with just, like, our families in general, like, just dealing with me in general, not knowing what to say to me, not knowing how to approach me, not knowing how to, like, even talk to me. It's a lot. And it's, like... Or even, you know, seeing you as a, you know, straight up woman with like a dress on and everything, but people still talking to you as Enrique and even calling you Enrique. Like, like how could, you know, my thing is, it's like, how could you like stare at somebody who's completely is a woman in front of you, but then you're still addressing them as a man? I don't know. It's like, it's... I I watched this one YouTuber on YouTube or whatever, and she was talking about, like, if I was to go to the restroom, where would you see me going? Would you see me going to the men's restroom, or would you see me going to the female restroom? Because that's another thing, too. People, like, think that, like, trans people, like, like male to female, medically speaking, uh, like, have to go to, like, the men's restroom. But it's just, like, would you picture me going into the men's restroom? No, I feel like if you went into the men's restroom, people would look at you like, what are you doing in here? Exactly. So it's just like I go in and I feel like I'm going to go to the, I'm for sure going to go to the, (laughs) you know, the female restroom because it's just like, it would be awkward if I walked into like the male restroom, you know. But you see then, you know, in a a way it's really, you know, like heartbreaking too because then, you know, for the people that can't pass, it's like, what do they do? That's the shitty part is that like, I don't know, like. It's the, I don't like saying this because it's so fucked, but it's like the draw of the cards, you know, life deal, like, delts you what you've, what is it like? You So how do you like, phrase that? Like, like you're dealt with uh, what you're given. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like, I was just given the power to be a little bit more. <laughs> Discreet. I don't even like that either because it's, it's like I look at myself as a woman 100% and it sucks But then sucks deep, deep down you're pretty much saying like you were blessed with being able to pass. Yeah, in, in a sense, yeah, because it's just kind of like... But then, you know, in, in a way it's like, you know, the, the, the next person who's trans isn't any less than you are. You exactly, know? and that's like what... <laughs> I feel like you should never determine the person based on what they look like or what they do because I feel like... We have shells, but we're people underneath our shells, you know? And it's just a struggle. 
it's a struggle going back and forth with being passable and not being passable because the people are going to get more shit if they're not passable. And I'm fortunate enough to go about my day-to-day life and not have anyone be like, you're a man, you're a dude. Like, I can fully go to work. I can go do everything and nobody's ever going to question me. And that's a privilege I have. Just like how, like, everyone says why people have a privilege and everything. It's like a privilege that I have being who I am. But I, I remember you even telling me, though, that a lot of jobs don't even know you're trans and even in 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 your mind you were thinking if maybe people would find out you'd even lose your job no what for sure like there was like like in my previous job like i felt like there was always people when they when transgenderism would transgenderism like when someone is who is trans gets brought up in a conversation or something there's always like someone who's just like oh that's a man or like just saying very negative things about trans people and it's crazy because i'm trans and they don't even know and they it. don't even know it so and it's you just, have to stay quiet exactly and i feel like i have to stay quiet because if if i come out it's like i don't even see again these words like i don't know how to put it into perspective like coming out and all this stuff because i just feel like i'm who i am but if i was to just say i am a transgender person they would look at me so different and they would treat me different. But you see, so I'm 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 seeing that the real main issue here isn't you being who you are or you transitioning. It's you having to convince other people of who you are. That's the issue. It almost seems like that cuz it's almost just like I'm me. My it's you Denise, know it's like you I've... know who you are. And the people who love you know who you are, but it's the outside people that you're trying, you have to almost play like you're trying to convince these random people in the community, like, and people that you really don't even need to explain it to, but it's like, you know, where you work, it's like, you can't even be who you really you know, are even really sometimes like work. with saying like going back to people that love me sometimes they don't even know how to deal with me. They don't know how to like address me. I mean, I feel like we've they've gone a lot better at it but I mean like it's just it's hard because it's I'm not trying to be somebody that I feel like I'm not I feel like I'm trying to be the person I've always was meant to be and it's hard socially mentally emotionally to explain all this to people it's like it's not just I feel like for me it was just not just a choice I've always known this I've always known who I was and I've just never had the the grammar to make it you know real and I don't know just being trans is really hard to explain because there's a lot of people that want you to explain everything but even yourself you don't know everything you just know that this is who you are and this is how you were born and this is the cards you were dealt with type of thing well because in a way it's um you know we we we've as humans we have grown into this uh like we're the way we process things it has to have a label on it like no matter if we're talking about your sexuality like who you are as a person or like even what race you are like we literally as humans break things down in every way like are you rich are you poor are you mexican are you white are you gay are you straight like do you like football you know what's i feel like labels all they do is make things easier for people to understand to understand but it's in a in an amazing world we would never have labels we would never have like people like labeled as mexican black white or gay straight we would just have people just being people right but 
to certain people, they're like, how would you explain certain people? And that's, and that's just the human mind. It's like, we don't know. None of us know how to handle it. None of us know how to deal with labels, to not deal with labels. Because it's like, almost like sometimes, like, I'm like, I'm happy that there's a label. Because I'm happy that to there's be words a to woman, express like, you know. Yourself. Exactly. Like, I'm happy that those labels exist. But then it's also just like, damn, because these labels exist, people get treated this way. Yeah. And it's just, it's hard. It's hard to explain. That's why it's, it's bigger than just blue is for boys and pink is for girls. It's yeah. It's big, way bigger than that. Yeah, it's a lot more uh, complex than just that. Um, here, Here's another question. Um, Like, how do you feel about uneducated people confusing the trans community with people who just cross-dress? Oh my god, like, see, this is, this is one thing, like, some people do feel like a lot of people who dress up, like, in women's clothing is like, oh, like, that's just a cross-dresser, like, a trans person, that's a cross-dresser, whatever, like you were saying, and for me, I don't take this off, it's not, like, a costume that I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna go put on a skirt, I'm gonna go throw on a dress, like, I'm gonna go walk outside, and that's, that's me for the day and then tomorrow I'll be him again like it's not like that like it's always been just trans people for me and my personal experience that I never take this off I am Elise 100% of the time 120% of the time like this is me I'm not changing my clothes I'm just being me and I feel like being a cross-dresser you're playing dress up like you're like I said you're like I don't know, Alexa one day, and then you're a bill the next day, you know? Well, it's like, also, a lot of cross-dressers, too, are like, they usually do it in the privacy of their home. Exactly, like, they do them privacy like of if their it, home. Like, if it's like a, you know, just a, like, an experiment, like, oh, let me feel this way for, like, an hour, exactly. and then go back to Bob. Yeah, and, like, I'm seeing, like, for me, like, Bob is nowhere near me, like, I'm Elise 100% of the time I go to work, like, with who, with who I am, I meet people with who I am, like, I'm me and I feel like that's the crappy part is that like there's completely two different like people who cross just great you do you you know yeah. have a great time with what you do but I I don't know it's just really hard to explain like I said like all this stuff is really hard to explain see and 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 in a way you know a lot of people that do cross dress maybe you know they do feel feminine but they just didn't want to go all the way with it for sure. No, I have friends, too, who, like, I want to transition, but I can't transition because I feel like I'm not going to be passable enough. And I'm just, like, that's something that you kind of have to just overcome. Because in the very beginning, you don't think you're going to be, again, I don't like using passable, but being passable is a society norm. Yeah, that you and, and you see, even you admitting that, you know, your friends have openly said that. Exactly. It, so, in a way, it's, okay, I'm not transitioning to make myself happy. I'm transitioning so people can make me pass look at me as passable so then again it's you're trying to please the random crowds that look at you a certain way it, it see but it's that but then it's also not that because i'm just i'm doing i'm for sure doing this 100 percent for me like it's not like i'm doing this for like random people on the street just to be like oh that's a woman like it's for me like like i said ever since i was a little kid i've always felt like a girl i just never knew how to put it into terms I mean, I was a kid. I was. I didn't. I didn't know how to go about being who I was. All I know is, is that when I was like eight years old, I was always saying God, like 
can you make me a girl the next day? Like, and that's like, why would I say that as a kid? You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> a kid saying that, like, that's, that's how you know. Like, I've always was meant to be who I am. And yeah, there's, there's a happy feeling showing like the public or people outside or whatever that this is a woman but it's it's mainly for me because it's like psychologically imagine looking at yourself in the mirror every day and then you're just like shit it doesn't match with what you (laughs) feel like exactly and then just explaining it to people when you could barely explain it is really hard so but all I know is right now I'm 100% like just trying to be me and be the 100% authentic me, even if people don't understand it. Because sometimes I don't understand what it's like being a transgendered person, even though I am a transgendered person, because the mind is so big that it's just, how do you explain? Yeah. You know? I just want to be happy. I want to live my life, and I want to live in my truth and who I am. And I was even afraid to do this podcast, but what's the point? Like, there's, why, like... I don't want to say I'm hiding from people, but I feel like if this can educate somebody or this can help shed some light on stuff, even though we're kind of rambling and it's just kind of all over the place, I just hope that this, like, touches somebody and, like, shows somebody that, like, you're not alone with explaining things to people. You're not alone with just, like, just trying to live your life and be happy with who you identify as, even if you don't have an identification, like just who you are, you know? And like, you know, a lot of the times too, it's like, you know, when you're even just trying to go out somewhere or just, you know, do normal things, like it's a lot of work. Like, um, would you like to share that story you told me about you going to the beach the other day and like, you know, you can even enjoy yourself. Yeah, so, um, I guess, like, medically, I'm going to say this medically because I want people to understand this and not just be like, oh, she got an ick, you know, but it's like, to people, it's going to be like that because, again, nobody knows my shoes, nobody knows how I feel or whatever, so they're just going to be like, oh, she got a dick type of thing, but with this story is that I was with my boyfriend and I was with his family and we were at the lake and so there's a thing called tucking that transgender people have to do to not bulge you know it's a real thing a tucking is a real thing and it's painful it's excruciating to go through and I was so scared and I was so scared to just be comfortable that you I had a tape back and everything to be in my bikini I have to use this thing called a gaff it's like an underwear that's really stretchy and it like holds everything into place so you don't like slip out or whatever if you're bikini and I remember when we came back home or not even when we came back home just the whole entire time I was just so afraid of that like just coming undone or something so you're right I couldn't enjoy myself at all but like coming home and taking it off I was like bleeding everywhere and I was just like why the fuck am I doing this why the fuck am I why do I have to go through this I was like why do I have to deal with this shit and I'm sure we're gonna talk about the next thing well yeah so um you know like describing just like one situation like that I mean I'm sure you've had a lot of situations like that and it's you know for, for, for people but for people to like you know try and discredit you know 
either you or your community, like they really do not see like the lengths you guys go just to blend in. Yeah. So people don't judge you. It's crazy too how you say like your community and I don't even feel like I'm a part of a community. I feel like I'm just a part of just, I'm just doing me and I know what you mean when you say like the community and everything because there's communities of all, there's communities of Latin community, there's like black community, everything. It's just crazy. It's like, I almost just don't want to feel like I'm a part of a community. In a way, like, once again, falling into a label. Exactly. Like, I just want to just live. I just want to be... I don't want to be a part of nothing. And I don't... You know? I just want to live authentically as me. And if someone were to ask me, hey, are you transgender? Yeah, I would tell them. Or I would say it's none of your business, depending on the setting and depending on where we're at. All that stuff. Like, I feel like I shouldn't and always have to... how it's asked as well. Exactly. How it's asked. Like, I feel like I shouldn't always have to tell you my story. Like, I don't... Why do I feel like everybody has to... You have to always explain yourself. Explain myself. Correct. Like, I feel like I just kind of want to just... If you ask me and I don't know you, I'm not going to tell you I'm trans because it's none of your business. Like, you don't pay my finances. You don't do anything like that. Well, um, you've also told me, you know, like several stories of, you know... Like like you said earlier, you know, you pass. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might have, you know, acquaintances or friends that don't pass. Can you, I do. Can you describe, you know, like the times where you, you guys are just out and then, you know, people just out you or your friend and maybe, you know, talk about the discrimination you guys face and, you know, how that affects you guys. Okay. Um, I actually had this like really recent experience where I was out with my friend D. I'm gonna call her D. And um we went to the mall or whatever and she's she I would say she's pretty passable, but she you know, again, saying passable, I hate saying it, but it's just real for the users or for the people who are hearing this, like I just feel like it's gonna be easier for them to just click on it. So I'm just gonna say it regardless. Um but she she's passable but she's not as passable and I felt like every time we were walking down like a corridor in the mall or something like that going into store people would stare at us and I haven't got down a long time because I just like you said blend in society as just some normal average person and I was feeling very uncomfortable because I would, there would be people who would walk past us and like start laughing at her or laughing at both of us because they always say like birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. So they automatically are going to be like, oh, like she's probably trans herself. So we're just going to laugh at both of them or you get the complete opposite. You get men just flocking to us just because they know because it's crazy too how a lot of men like want to sit here and say that they're not attracted to trans people but in society when we go out about our day-to-day life how many times we get hit on i mean like i said like you said i pass so i don't have this experience you know but i know i'm rambling now here you take the reins <laughs> but uh you know like when you're like when you're going through that i mean it must make you feel like very uncomfortable and um yeah it's scary on, i mean on another hand too i mean in a way it could be dangerous like you don't know if you know, someone really it feels threatened just by your guys' presence and follow you to your car. Like, how many times do you read in the news or, you know, like, not too long ago, like in Los Angeles, like when, yeah, you know, those actually, people were beating yeah. up those trans people. And I it's actually like, know the trans people that were involved in that, um, eating the doll and everything. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Like, because you think that... It's like we're in 2020 and you're still 
like getting this type of discrimin like not just even discrimination now you're getting violently picked on and even worse some people even get killed but for yeah. you know for someone who hasn't seen that video you know it's like no matter who's getting beat up it could be it could be anybody but for people to record that video and see what's going on and nobody help or step in it's kind of that's crazy, very huh? that's that's frightening as a society because who could really sit there and it doesn't matter who's getting beat up like that who could really sit there and just record and not do not anything. get involved yeah. yeah like how could you see another human being receive that type of punishment and it's just almost just kind of crazy how it's just like why do people get so angry over this why are so, people so mad at someone who just wants to live their life you know what i'm saying it's crazy. It's like you said in that video, like seeing all that stuff and seeing nobody do anything. It's just almost like, damn, like we are in 2020 where I guess everyone's trying to be open minded, you know, all with a lot of stuff. But it's crazy how it's just it's happening and it's always happening all the time that people of minority are getting picked on. Um, on, on, a, on a daily basis. And yeah, now that we have <clears throat> phones to, you know record these type of things i mean you you see, see you see <clears throat> that type of discrimination literally like all over the place and you know that that's sad that that happened especially here you know in california where i mean i would like to think uh you know our state is very liberal and um you know if if people are facing that type of discrimination imagine here, elsewhere yeah like, where I, it's so much more closed-minded how they get treated like yeah. you probably will get shot on site or something crazy you just don't know yeah you just don't know and um you you know you're you're like you're like taken back by that because for like a society to still you think treat people that way yeah it's it's like you know it, it and it's like in a way it's like the never-ending battle like like in your little circle and your little family, things might be good for you, but then you see things like that and you realize, wow, Life there's still shit. a lot more work, you know? Yeah. Like there isn't even nowhere near close of the acceptance that we yeah. want, you know? It makes you just think like, fuck, life is just hard for everybody in their own way, you know? And that's where I feel like as human beings, like... But, you know, in a, in a way, it's crazy because right now, you know, we're going through the coronavirus. And then on top of that, you know, we're going through like, you know, all, all the like movements that are going, going on. on yeah. But, you know, when, when you a lot going on, when you look at it, it's like almost in every way, the trans community is almost at the bottom of the totem pole Literally. issue wise, because yeah. even even like trans African-American women, like, are beaten up by their own race exactly. when they're at a Black Lives and, and Matter see, protest. And, that, and that's, it's good that you touch on that, too, because it's like, like, Black Lives Matter, that movement, it's kind of hard to take in because as a trans person who's, I guess, I don't like, I guess a minority in a sense, like, how can someone who's supportive of Black Lives Matter saying that, every black life matters but then they want to pick and choose which black life actually matters like my friend who's transgender she's black and she went to the black lives movement back like oh my god it was like what three months ago now two months ago something like that um and she got beat up by her own her own ethnicity and it's just like 
she almost was just like, damn, I'm black, but my own community doesn't accept me because I'm a transgendered person who is also black. And that's not even just, you know, in the African-American community. It's almost in every single community. Yep. Like, their own race doesn't even accept them. Exactly. They look at them different. Exactly. And, and you know, it, it was also kind of kind of sad to me as well. Like, I remember a few months ago, I seen that... um they had like the LGBTQ flag and the Black Lives Matter flag, um, like together to say like this is you know, in in unity, and a lot of people were commenting under that post, like, oh, but no, that's a sin or Black like Lives yeah. Matter and like whatever trans or like we're not talking yeah, about that we're not talking about but it's that. just like that's what, a total like, different movement it's, and it's like, like not a different movement it's just like you're a human being like you're like it's like a, this trans woman is black or this trans man is black it's like you can't take that away from them my, my because... thing is shouldn't and and it's like shouldn't it be an even bigger issue because then the big empire of the Black Lives Matter and the big empire of the LGBTQ community could tackle that issue together. Two giants attacking one problem. Exactly. But, but instead, it's like, you know, they make it different. And it's like, you know, like not even, not like not even just like with, you know, like African-American, you know, trans people, you know, any race that you are trans or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you label as. Like, why is it that your guys's problems or issues you guys face Are oh it's like, only it's it's only only the lgbtq flag could deal with those issues like like you guys aren't dealt with any other way like, yeah it's like it's oh like you, you're only like related to like being in the lgbt not as yeah. in like oh you're like a united states citizen yeah. like you're not treated as that you're treated as like like i said my, minority like like when trump tweeted transgender people cannot serve in the military imagine if like and this is just saying imagine like if black lives matter was like or if like black lives like he said oh like black people can't serve in the military oh that would imagine be... how big that would have gotten yeah that would have been huge huge and like it's like but what's sad is a lot of people in the military agree with that that they don't want trans people in the military and sadly. what's crazy is that people in the military they pay more they, they say that the reason why they don't want trans people in the military is because oh their medical costs are too high and stuff like that but yet we pay millions of dollars for men to be on viagra in the military yeah or (laughs) to get medical prescriptions for ptsd yeah and not even just medical prescriptions i mean psychologists they have to see all of that you know many people come back with ptsd and they're just cutting out trans people because we're the minority and they're like you're a small portion because we're only like one percent or two percent of the world something like that or two percent of the united states that have came out that came out because a lot of people who you know transition don't want to have to come out they don't have to come out they're who they are like or some people want to come out but they're afraid exactly some people want to come out but they're afraid it's just like everyone has their own thing but it's crazy because you know if you are uh if you are able to serve in the military why can't you be who you are if you're ballsy enough to join the military and risk your life why can't the military do you a solid and have your back right it's it's complicating seeing everything is complicating and either involves like religion politics shit that gets like ugly <laughs> yeah and it, it it goes down to uh 
you know, a lot of people don't want to change their morals or the way they like perceive, or, hey, this is yeah. what's supposed to be right. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing conflicts with what, what I think is right. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it's right. But I was grown up and I was, I grew up being shown this is right. Mm-hmm. But so what you're doing is totally conflicting with what I think is right. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily and, and there, mean it's there you right. go. Like what you think is yeah. right. It's not just what, what you're is, told. Not what is right and what is wrong. It's like It's it's how you were literally raised. Yeah. How you were raised. And mm-hmm. that is literally what you define as right or wrong. And I mean the majority of the people grow up to obviously have their own opinion, but you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, they follow the crowds and they don't you know, it's like 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 back in high school or middle school, it was the cool thing to make fun of like gay people mm-hmm. or, you know, people of the LGBT community, you people know. People who are different. Yeah, people who are different. And, you know, I remember even being in high school and, you know, I remember there was only, you know, one gay couple and they faced a lot of discrimination. Oh, I remember who they were too. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't want to say names, yeah, but I remember, you know, I mean, I had a lot of, you know, even though I was young, 17, I had a lot of respect for them. I was like, wow, these two people are, you know, going up and down the halls, holding hands. They do not care. They're being who they want to be. And it was it was in a way refreshing because I had never seen that type right? of honesty. But then, like, how many people had a problem with it? Oh, there were so many people. They were getting picked on on a daily basis. And, I it's, would just see like, them. and it's just like, why do you have a problem with it? And they it, can't say why they have a problem. They just say it's not right. Yeah. And, and it's just like, how do you... Okay, so you're saying it's not right. Why are you saying it's not right? Oh, because the Bible says... Or, like, oh, what? it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like... So then why, when, a, I guess, quote-unquote, straight couple walk down the hallways, they're kissing, they're hugging... It's normal. It's normal. People look at it, it's normal. Exactly. You would see that all day long, and literally, I just saw this one couple do it all year long, and... I mean, they did a good job, though. They literally... I don't know how I'd be able fuck. to I don't know how I would be able to do it but they would just ignore the noise like I don't I would not be able to do that like it would, would be, be like so fire Yeah, I would I would be fighting the way too much. The first one says something you yeah. fight. Yeah. These these people like really handled it well for being, you know, just, you know, little teenagers but you know, seeing things like that, and and that's here in the Bay Area, so you could only imagine where if else? they were doing that in a school where it was like you know, like Tennessee or Texas, crazy, yeah, like some, Bible some Southern Alabama, some Southern yeah. con- uh, state, you know, and it's like, and that was back in like 2007 to 2010. Mm-hmm. So it's fast forward, it's 2020, and in a way, it's still like that. It's still like that. Nothing, I mean, things have gone a little better, but things, uh, I mean, in some ways, it's are just pretty in general. Much the same. It's not even just like an LGBT thing or whatever. Just if you're different in general, you are picked on. Yeah. But for sure, if you're like gay and you're in school, like you're going to get picked on. Or if you're like a trans person or like, I don't know, sometimes people of color, like you, you could just get picked on for anything these days. And, um, you know, good thing, you know, we did this interview today because uh, tomorrow is a Big probably day. the biggest day <laughs> of my life. I mean, would you say it's the biggest day in your life or how I mean, would, I would you uh, so. define tomorrow? <laughs> I would say tomorrow's a pretty big day in my life for sure. Um, so tomorrow, um, 
Elise is going to have a uh, sexual reassignment surgery, also yeah. known as Gender confirmation SRS. surgery, SRS, um, vaginoplasty, however you want to call it. Um, and I guess, again, this is nobody's business, but... Pre-op- this is a... Like, preoperatively, know. I am a pre-op trans woman, so that just means a woman that is still stuck with the same plumbing and body part that she was connected with at birth and I'm going to be medically transitioning fully into who I feel like I am um and it's going to be an intense ride but and for you um when did you decide to want to do this surgery um probably like I was I felt like I've always thought about it but I've never really considered it till like two years ago like I said I've always probably thought about like having the part that I feel like I've always should have had but I probably confirmed it maybe like two years ago and again like me being open about it right now and discussing it like on this podcast and everything doesn't mean any user or anybody has a right or the business to go up to somebody and ask them so what do you have down there because that's nobody's business at all like nobody should ever go up to somebody and ask them so like what's your private like down there or do you have a dick do you have a vagina it's like nobody should ever ask that just like you would hate it if some random person goes up to you say hey what does your dick look like what does your boobs look like what does your like you know ass look like it's like it's nobody's business to know what you have in your pants just saying that first and foremost but i'm letting everybody know this experience because it's gonna be a crazy experience and i want it to be an educational experience and now that, um, you know, you've been waiting for this surgery for a long time, now that it's, you know, less than a day away, how are you uh, starting <laughs> to feel? I mean, I feel like I'm ready, and I feel like I've always been ready. And I guess this, these past two years, undergoing, everyone thinks it's like night and day you get the surgery, but it's a, a big process. It's like going through therapy to first get confirmed that you can get the surgery then going under undergoing electrolysis if you don't know what electrolysis is you just need to google it it's horrible it's excruciating it's painful and you have to get that on your genital region to undergo sexual reassignment surgery and it's a two-year process just going to get the electrolysis done and then finally getting to the almost to the finish line where you're finally going to get the surgery it's an intense moment but i'm ready and i'm ready to do it because it's it's something i feel like i've always wanted but never knew you know and are you um you know scared nervous of you know what's going to happen tomorrow i mean going under the knife is always scary doing something that's really drastic to your body is really terrifying but in a way, I don't care that all these little terrifying things could happen to me because at the end of the day, I just want to be who I am and I want people to realize this is more than just she's just putting on clothes to put on clothes. Like, this is just who I am. This is who I feel like I've always meant to be. And regardless of all the obstacles I know are going to come in my way with the surgery, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to be about me and be happy. And um, have you discussed, you know, like, after this surgery with your doctor, like, what's going to happen? Like, what's the recovery time like? Um, Have you guys talked about maybe, you know, the pain you're going to be feeling after this surgery? Like, any insight for, you know, people who are maybe thinking of getting the same surgery? Well, I mean, the pain threshold of everybody is different. But, I mean, for me, I can take pain, but 
everyone says this is a completely different pain and I just have to go through it to experience it. Um, um, but the doctor said that it's gonna be a long, long journey of recovery because they said it's gonna be a full year of just recovery to be fully recovered, but it's gonna be around, um, I guess just so people know too, like how, if this works. So I'm gonna be getting a full functioning vagina basically and that's why they call it vaginoplasty sexual reassignment surgery and like if the procedure goes completely 100% correct I should be able to climax I should be able to I guess like I'm climax orgasm whatever I should be able to um have depth of a vagina all that I should be able to do everything that a normal quote-unquote normal functioning vagina should be a biological yeah. vagina but this just could be more i guess man-made and has the doctor told you the recovery time window is yeah it's gonna be um like a year a full year to be fully recovered and this is just one surgery this isn't they said that i might even need to have a second surgery just to clean up things and make sure everything's working properly and stuff and if things aren't working properly then that would be that second surgery it's called um um oh my gosh what is it called here i'll think about it but you say what you're gonna say (laughs) um so you know for 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 people that might listen to this and you know have children that are you know maybe like how you were being grown up and they don't really know about their you know what their child's gonna go through or anything what what are like some advices for like you know, maybe parents that will listen to this on, like, how to deal with their children and, you know, be more accepting and, you know, try and understand their child more than, you know, getting upset at them or, you know, shunning their kid. I would just say if you feel like you have a child that is experiencing, like, different things or anything like that or just being a kid, I feel like always just listen to your kid because your kid... Even though they're young, I there's always things that kids still know. Kids are still able to feel these things, even though people are like, oh, like, that's an adult thing. How would you know? Like, kids always know, even though they're kids, you know? Um, I would just say just listen to your kid. And if your kid wants to be a certain way and it's not harming them, it's not, like physically doing anything to like I don't know I'm trying to think like how to put it into words I just would just say just ultimately just listen to your kid and be open minded to whatever can happen with your child regardless if being trans or not you should just always listen to your kid and um you know if like if you, you know if there's a chance of like you know maybe a kid who was like is like how you were like they don't understand who they are or like what to do like what like what advice would you have you know for like a little like a little kid that's like maybe going through the same things you did when you were a child what advice do you have for them i would just say just seek help seek help from like support groups even if you don't know where they're at just keep looking just keep trying to find things that are going to help you be who you want to be um 
because it was hard like back in the like back in the day <laughs> um it was harder to find these support groups it was harder to find people to help you be go along and be who you want to be but now there's so many i think that's the it's like social media is like a beast and uh good thing at the same time like because there's so many outlets now for social media with this new upcoming generation like there's so many ways you can find help for what you want to do just even like medically like a lot of places like insurances like kaiser sutter health all these places are covering transgendered care um so there's just there's always a way to figure out what you want to do and where you want to go you just need to find the tools and that I guess that's the hard part and that's everybody's journey along you know going through this everybody has a different journey and you just need to find your journey I guess and um like for the people for the like for people that don't know you or the for the people that do know you like how would Elise herself want to be defined like how how do you want people to see you for the person who you are. I would just say my name is Elise Bejarano and I identify as a straight woman that just wants to be herself and wants to be happy. Um, even if you don't understand me and if you don't care to understand me, just know that I'm always going to be me regardless if you do understand me or you don't understand me. Um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to, you know, say thank you for coming on and talking about a real private thing. I know it could be touching. This is probably, like, the first time you actually care to do it. Yeah. And for strangers and random people to hear your story. But I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, it's, like, pretty, like, good for you. Then it's also probably going to help other people understand and, you know, maybe change minds of other people. So hopefully, you know, this podcast right here does what, you know, we thought it would do. And hopefully it touches, if it touches at least one person, then we did a pretty good job right now. Yeah, I just, I think that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm getting tongue-tied. I don't know why. I think it's just because I'm a little nervous, but, um yeah <laughs> so there it is you heard it first <laughs> this is how we're gonna end it thank you Danny this is my brother right here and I guess like how I could say is that there's a lot more to being transgender than just my experience I think if you want to just like figure out you know do more research for yourself there's always these outlets to figure out you know other people's situations and experiences this is just my experience um and I know that I'm not good at describing or articulating things but I tried <laughs> but thanks for letting me come on to your podcast and try to explain <laughs> my life <laughs> it's all good air it out the podcast show <laughs> bye